0: On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock.
1: Twitter enhances their spaces offering while we go the exact opposite route and are confined to our homes for the one week when our office is under construction.
0: Microsoft Advertising has a new feature that
2: nobody asked for, cutting out half of your ad copy. Plus, there's a new TikTok ad format for Lead Gen Z, and it puts the form in short form.
3: All on today's show. Marketing O'Clock is your weekly dose of digital marketing news, a proud part of the Search Engine Journal Podcast Network. We record every week from the Cypress North Studios located in beautiful Buffalo, New York. Tune in to our critically acclaimed Famous Friday News Show for insights, updates, rants, and much more as we cover the full gamut of digital marketing for you. If you want to follow along, just check out our show notes or head over to marketingoclock.com for all of the links from today's articles. And please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.
0: Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld. A.K.A. Shep. I'm Jess Budd.
3: And I'm Greg Finn.
0: And it is officially Marketing O'Clock.
1: Here on May 7th, 2021.
0: Remember, you can catch our famous Friday news shows on youtube.marketingoclock.com or your favorite podcast player each and every Friday morning.
1: All your digital marketing news from the week.
0: Powered by the digital marketing community. And if you want to join the conversation, just hit us up. We are at marketing o'clock everywhere. Hello, everyone. Um, Just to get right to the elephant in the room here or the three separate rooms. We are, (laughs) as we warned last week, recording remote this week, but hopefully we will be back in studio next week to have some nice, luxurious audio and slightly better video. Um, So Jess, besides being home, what's going on with you?
2: Um, I'm not one to brag or anything, and I, you know, don't want to like gloat that I know a celebrity, but I made a new friend this weekend. I got to meet baby Shep. Yeah, it was so fun. It was really fun. Shep Jr.
0: Chef Jr. Yeah, we went yeah, to Shep's baby the science museum with Jill Fletcher, host of Agency Scoop. Um, Eliza is four months old and she's a woman in STEM. She just loves it. She has a Rocket Science for Babies book, and it was a great time. But unfortunately, neither of us are women in direction because we got lost leaving the museum. It was so (laughs) terrible. I'm not talking about on the road, you guys. This is a small Buffalo, New York Science Museum. We could not find our way. We could not find the elevator. And I made like three laps. I was about to have a panic attack. They were closing down. Nobody who was working was anywhere around. It was so terrible. And like I had to put my tail between my legs and tell Jess and Jill the next day. It was awful.
2: We would have helped, but we did not know that you were lost. We were just upstairs having fun with our kids. I was just so
0: (laughs) embarrassed because I kept waiting to tell you. And then it was like, okay, it's been five minutes and I've been stumbling around this whole time. And
1: I also think that geography is part of sciences, which is the S in STEM.
2: (laughs) Geography though is not like the inside of a building. I think it is. (laughs) it was so terrible.
0: So yes, um, to get into housekeeping here, quick reminder, if you didn't tune in last week, we have a marketing o'clock community discord server. We're super excited about this. You can visit it at community.marketingoclock.com. We already have some great friends in there. We have channels for PPC chat, social chat, and organic chat. And then we also have the really exciting giveaways channel where we are still giving away our bid to the bone t-shirts if you're into some paid search and heavy metal swag. Um, so if you subscribe to our YouTube channel and take a screenshot, post it in the giveaway channel, we will get your size and send you a shirt. And we're gonna close this up this week. So get them while they're hot.
1: We got people and, from everywhere, the UK, Australia, it's global, that yeah, Discord.
0: It's really fun. Lots of fun in the shoot the heck channel. And don't forget, you guys, we have talked about this in a little bit, but you can still leave us voicemails at call.marketingoclock.com if you have any important um, PPC or SEO commentary that you would like to share. And I hear that we have some voicemails this week.
1: Yes. Let's head to the voicemail here.
3: Hey, Marketing O'Clock. It's the Pants and Information, I mean, Stats and Information guy. Thank you for the zip off pants. I think I'm going to try to wear them. I'm going on some long excursions. I think it'll help the, uh, whether it's hot or cold, I can zip them on and off. I'm not sure, though, if I should call them f- forts or sh- shants, shants, but I know my wife says that I shan't wear them if I am going to be seen in public with her, so not really sure what to do there.
1: So wait, did he like the Izzy he, he team zip-off pants? Do they convert to shorts or No.
0: He says he is, but he's never going to wear them. It's just like all the t-shirts people keep wearing sending them him. Now.
2: You're wearing them right now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my the God. Time. They're the we best. We need to get back in the office. You are seriously wearing your zip-off pants.
1: Uh, yeah. And so I'm trying to spread the convertible pants. Um, and I thought that your husband will be the, a, a perfect um, brand ambassador
0: I don't know why you thought that. No? Right. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure you can hear the baby blowing bubbles at the end of that clip. So you can. Great you can. Quality. I recognized
2: my friend's voice.
0: <clears throat> okay. Well, if we've had enough zip-off pants, Shep. we can get into the news. Yeah,
1: see if you can find your way to the news, Chef.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> so it's another week and we have another round of new features from Microsoft Advertising. First, Surprise, surprise, they announced that phrase match is beginning to adopt the matching behaviors of modified broad. Quote, the new phrase match will show on searches that include the meaning of your keyword and will also respect keyword order when it's important. This is rolling out over the next few weeks in North American markets and it will be tentatively rolling out in other markets in June 2021. If you have any broad match-modified keywords in your account or add new ones, they will be treated as phrase match. And in August, you won't be able to make any new broad match-modified keywords at all. This change is exactly aligned with what Google is doing. If you want to hear us rant about that, well, not me, I wasn't on the episode, but if you want to hear everyone else rant about it, you can go back to our episode from February 5th but we have a lot more news to get to in this announcement. So also customer match is now broadly available in all markets, except for the European union, the UK and China customer match can be used for both search and the Microsoft audience network campaigns. I said it right that time. (laughs) Uh, They also have a new integration that enables advertisers to use their customer segments from dynamics 365 to reach users on the Microsoft on their Microsoft advertising campaigns Advertisers that have implemented the UET tag, but are not yet using conversion tracking will be able to see smart goals, that's in quotes, I'm not calling them smart, being tracked (laughs) in their account. I don't have much to say about this. I think you should set up conversion tracking, but that's nice. They also have a new process to assist with conversion creation, which will now ask advertisers a series, of quest- a series of questions in order to make the process more intuitive. Again, that is in quotes for me. This sounds <laughs> a lot like how <laughs> Google ads like barely lets you pick your bid strategy. Like now Microsoft is doing that with conversion setup. It's just going to ask you questions and not really let you do it. It sounds like. Next, they are migrating DSA campaigns to mix campaigns, so you can't have a DSA campaign anymore, only DSA ad groups. And like, they want you to combine them all with other search campaigns in these mixed campaigns. I would just set up your own DSA campaign. It just doesn't sound great. Give it its own budget. Uh, Multi-image extensions and promotion extensions are available for shopping campaigns and new markets. Okay, finally, they're testing this new two-line desktop search ad format. It's not really a new ad format. They're just taking text ads that you have in your account and they're only gonna show the headline and the URL. The SERP will algorithmically determine when to use this format at auction time. It is currently only utilized on desktop and Microsoft says advertisers do not need to take any action in order to begin to start delivering these ads. Advertisers can opt out by contacting Microsoft ad support. Like. I just find this so annoying how we're paying for something and things are truncated. They're taking away one of the descriptions or the third headline. Now they're only going to show the headline and we're just expected to like be okay with that. Like we're paying for something. Imagine if TV ads were cut off in the, like after the beginning.
2: Yeah. Do they say which headline? I assume they're just pulling the first one. So I am currently doing
0: an investigation on that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have an answer yet. I asked John and Microsoft Advertising because it sounded in this announcement like they were only going to show the first one. Um, because it was like headline singular. Well, actually they call them like ad, they have another word for them on Microsoft. Um, so I asked them and John said he was looking into it, and then somebody replied to me from the Microsoft ads account and said it was all three and asked me to DM them. But then like Twitter wouldn't let me DM them. So it's all just kind of a mess. And I don't wanna say I know the answer right now. But that's just crazy. That is crazy. And they're not even making a big announcement about it. Like, I want to see a screenshot of how this is going to look in the SERPs.
2: It's really dumb that they're just doing that on desktop too. Like where you have more space, you're cutting things off, making it smaller. I wonder if they're like going to put more ads like next. Yeah. I want to see what this looks like. I don't know. I don't like it. It sounds really ridiculous. It was
0: just making me mad because I was thinking about like TV commercials and if they cut them off and like the education connection one. Do you remember that?
2: Of course I do.
0: Like she'd just be talking about how she needs to get back to school and you'd never know what it was about. Get connected What's the for education free. connection one? Get connected.
2: For free, free, with education connection. Get connected for free, free, with education connection. For, you just for want free. me to sing. No, I don't. Education connection. <laughs>
1: I wish I didn't ask.
0: (laughs) We'll send it to you after the show. But anyway, I was really annoyed about that. I hope they at least are showing all three headlines, but your descriptions aren't going to show. So thanks for nothing.
1: Yeah. And then the one thing that they did in their official release about the phrase match is that, that I liked is they got ahead of the old milk, chocolate, chocolate, milk argument there, where they said, The new match type will also respect keyword order when it's important. For example, I won't match milk chocolate to the keyword chocolate milk. It's like somebody's wrote that to like just appease PPCers.
2: Yeah, but it's always important. That's why we create the keywords the way that we do. Right. I don't want it to decide what's important. I decide what's important. It's always important. And okay, they know the difference between milk chocolate and
0: chocolate milk, but like they don't know the difference when we're talking about like SaaS products or whatever. You don't know they know.
1: They They don't. don't I I do know. They don't. (laughs) They don't know.
0: <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> okay, Greg, I hope you have some better news.
1: Well, I do. Well, next up, there are big changes happening in the audio-only field. And unlike 50 Cent, you won't find it in the clubhouse. It's in Twitter spaces. And they've stated they will be adding co-hosting, scheduling, and more Black Labels warnings, and improved captions in a tweet thread. And John Henshaw of Coy Wolf did a great job covering this. And maybe the largest part that they are announcing is the fact that they're enabling Twitter users to sell tickets and limit access to their live video streams. So um, let's take a look at the changes. Again, there's a lot of great stuff here, so you should love it way more than you hate it. And first up is the fact that you can charge access for those spaces. So you can specify a number of attendees to, uh, you can let in and then a price to charge for. There are some set numbers you can scroll through. Um, I don't know the the top there on it specifically, but it's cool. You can add the number so you can like limit the event and then you can choose the cost. There are fees associated with it. and We'll get to that in a minute. Next up, you can schedule a space. So you can say, I want this to be at five o'clock in September. I think that was the exact example they have, but it's cool. So you can schedule it and then other people can see that it's coming up. And that's really the big deal with uh, Twitter spaces is you've got that audience and people can see it and you can share it. And the way that they're sharing things is awesome. So you can now have uh, calls to action about spaces in your tweets. It looks really nice. You can say, Hey, I'm hosting a listening party for marketing o'clock and it shows up and you can um, either buy tickets, which, you know, they have to be free if it's a marketing clock listening party, but for other stuff, you can like see like a nice visual uh, for uh, any of the spaces, which is awesome. Um, and then the final point here was that these hosts can set the price and number of tickets to be sold. So I guess you can set it at any price. So Twitter went all my flow, my show brought me the dough and we'll take a cut out of those transactions. So a spokeswoman declined to share the details on the percentage of that cut, but I'd imagine it hopefully won't be too much. Um, we'll, we'll have to see. So again, it's at least an option that that folks have. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I have a question first, is this still only on iPhone? Like I thought I tried on Everybody, my computer once to join the PPC chat one. And it told me I had to be on my phone, but then you were in it.
1: Oh yeah. I was, I was in there hanging out with, uh, Brett, PPC, Greg, Julie.
0: Yeah, that was great. I feel the like it talks you're... the whole
1: time. I forget his <laughs> name.
0: Who is that? Are you know, being sarcastic? Just somebody,
1: no, just somebody talking all the whole
0: time? I feel like this is great for like business people for biz Twitter. And I like that you can schedule it because especially when you're talking about people at work, you like really need to plan it out. Cause you never know when it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would pay to listen to though. <laughs> I can't think of anything.
2: I mean, it goes in dollar increments, right? So if you don't want to pay $7 for something, they can try again and charge you six and you might be into it depending on what the fee is. I don't, I mean, I don't hate this. I am not in the audio game. So I feel like it's not really fair for me to comment on, but I, From what I know, Clubhouse doesn't have any of these things, right? This is all Twitter original. So go them. And Shep, I will answer your question too about uh, where you can, what devices you can get this on later.
1: Oh. And there was a thread that was put forward in our Discord chat by Luke. I don't know his last name. I know that his uh, emoji is the, this is fine dog. So it seems like (laughs) a cool dude. (laughs) But There was a thread from... um, Sean Puri at Sean VP on Twitter and basically this person called it back in March and has an entire thread it's a fantastic thread about why Clubhouse isn't going to work and it's like to the point exactly what's happening right now where it's the the kind of crux of the story is Clubhouse doesn't have any specific verticals so it needs to rely on like really good content all the time and it has to like not have any fluff in there and you have to have retention and it was just a phenomenal um, tweet thread. And at one point it's going on being like, Oh, you see this NBA tech players start reaching out to you. Elon Musk tweets you. Um, you know, the uh, soccer says congrats. And then it goes, it keeps going. Logan Paul, people, Gary V sees that you've created a new place to yell and immediately starts a room telling 24 year olds if they really want to make money, just move back with their parents and sell their parents f- furniture on Craigslist. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, that's like a Gary V thing. So anyway, that was I thought a good look at like. Somebody that forecasted the demise of of Clubhouse and it seems like it's here, especially with a lot of these new Twitter spaces. You love to see it. Jess, what's next?
2: All right. Something else you love to see, a new lead generation ad format for TikTok. So that's right. The short form video app that I am too old to use Now has a way to capture user information directly within the app. So just like you're used to seeing elsewhere, TikTok's version starts with an ad whose CTA button just opens an in-platform form, which users can fill out right there. And any basic info that they've already shared with TikTok can be auto-filled too, so it's nice and easy. Obviously, you can customize the questions in the form, but you can also load in a custom background and a profile image for the form. So that enables you to keep the form on brand as well as relevant to the product or service that you're promoting if it's something specific. The lead data for these will get stored right within TikTok. Advertisers can download it later. Or if you have an integration set up with your CRM already, you can send that data right in there. So they've kind of thought of everything here. I know this seems really weird. At first, just using lead gen and TikTok in the same sentence is kind of like, what? But I think it can make sense in the right scenario. It could be great for things like promoting webinars or workshops, or even just signing up for email alerts for new product launches, things like that. TikTok's what? own example.
1: I know another good idea for it. What? You can be like, Hey, we're taking applicants for the honey house
2: Oh the no. house, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know if anyone would click that or actually people probably would, right? Cause they're like oh, the cool yeah. kids. Yeah. So it'll have to be a honey neighborhood. <laughs> what, what is the next level up from house? I don't know. This whole Hotel. episode is the like, honey we're making, we're yeah, making the, the, honey honey the same jokes we made the last time we were working from home. And it's just like giving me PTSD. What going back to honey? house? If you want to get a blast from the past, you just wait till my social lightning. I have some stories that will... <laughs> throw you back. But I don't know. I mean, I, I I, get it. TikTok's example of this ad format was their own ad. It was to register for the Ready, Set, Grow Summit. So I really do think there are some legit applications for this, of course, only if your audience is using TikTok. If they're not, they're not going to magically be there because there's lead gen forms. But there's smart uses for this. Shop, maybe modified. you
1: can get serve some ads for new joke books. Okay.
2: <laughs> dumbest <laughs> i hope that joke is in there because it was really good <laughs> well
0: this is just dumb because like it's b2b and we all know from my last week twi- my last tiktok my only ppc chat tiktok that like business and tiktok just don't mesh
2: prove shep wrong go in there and test it or prove it right either way you've tried something new
3: <laughs> now it's time for this week's take of the week This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption.
0: We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the
2: call.
1: And this week's take of the week comes from the Journal of Search Engines. And there was a fantastic article called why we need to stop quoting the zero click search studies by Jeff Ferguson on Search Engine Journal. I messaged him right after I saw this. I'm like, this is really great. And he was breaking down what we saw of the previous article of Rand Fishkin from SparkToro, formerly of SearchMoz. And there was a study about 67 or over two thirds of of searches are zero click. And Jeff uh, just, he just brought out the flamethrower and (laughs) torched every reason why that data makes sense and is usable Um, and basically, brought to, the, to light, like in a logical fashion, all the flaws about how that data was not only gathered, how it was, assumptions were made off of it, and then a lot of the, um, the actual analysis of how there might be biases in there. So I thought it was a great article and a, a, good, a good way to um, kind of debunk something, or at least hope that you can stop the spread of some misinformation. And one thing that I liked is it would break parts down. one was like, this metric has more blind spots than a Buick. And I'm like, whoa, Buick. What is Luke
2: Buick doing blind- Shots <laughs> Buick- fired. I
1: know, Buick caught some strays there. Um, and then- Again, just goes through and, and explains why there's a lot of things that are called zero-click but actually have clicks and it's just a whole, a, a whole uh, breakdown. So if you wanted more uh, ammunition against any client that says nobody clicks anymore, you know this was a great read for you. Thank you, Jeff.
0: And now it's time for this week's I See Why Am I? This is something you just might not have seen.
1: Maybe something you overlooked.
0: But you shouldn't have. I see I people, Blake Emal at Hey Blake on Twitter has a Twitter thread. It starts with this. I've audited 500 plus websites over the past six years who are 17 learnings to help your landing page convert for the purposes of this show. I'm going to share like five with you. So he says product GIFs are your best friend. Um, if you have a SaaS or DTC product show, don't tell, give us action shots. Then he says, make the H1 count. This is the most prominent element that they see right away. And the text can be the difference between hooking them and losing them. He says, don't be clever, be clear. I feel like I've been a victim of this. Those great <laughs> puns you thought about your, head, your headers, they probably won't convert well. Keep it super simple. Um, then he says, inject social proof in your copy. Only use imagery that moves the story along. And then he has a lot of other great tips in here. So we will have this. Um, in the show notes as well as in our newsletter. So you can check it out on marketingoclock.com. And we're sharing all these links in Discord now, by the way.
1: Yeah, you can get a running look at all the news from the week as it happens or as at least as we catch it and we <laughs> put it right
3: in the channel, the news channel. Now it's time for this week's lightning round. Pew, pew. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts. Paid, organic, and social. First
0: up in the paid universe this week... When uploading a customer match list to Google ads, you'll no longer have to wait to see the estimated match rate. Effective immediately when you upload a list, you will instantly see the percentage of the list that's usable with customer match. This is obviously a welcome improvement now that First party data is more important than ever. And George Wynne wrote about this for search engine land and called it the instant match rate. He said the instant match rates are now available for customer match lists and Google ads. And I read it thinking it was like one of my new TLC shows that I had to check out instant match. It's like 90 day fiance or something.
1: Oh, that's a great idea for a show. It's, it's <laughs> like, match? yes. Yeah. Right. You just see somebody and you do the instant match.
0: Yeah. And if and then you pick like,
1: them, you're, you're stuck with them right but it's like it's you should do it one where you see people physically and you can choose an instant match and then one where you just talk to people and you don't know what they look like you can instant match that
0: that's already a show but if you're talking it's not
2: instant
1: they should do one where you pick pick a mortgage or a marriage too
2: okay okay that's been done people are making dumb think all those shows already
1: exist (laughs) oh okay never mind
0: And a new report from Adweek says two-thirds of iPhone users are expected to block ad tracking with the iOS 14.5 update, which will obviously be a huge blow to any advertisers using any kind of behavioral targeting. Um,
1: That's as many zero-click searches there are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What
2: are you, driving a Buick over there, Greg?
0: Everyone's talking about iOS 14.5, like all the bad things. Nobody's talking about the new emojis. Have you guys seen these? No. (laughs) No. We got face in the clouds looks more like some soap to me. We've got exhaling phase. The face was spiralized. Like that's how Jess Bud feels working at home. (laughs) (laughs) The heart on fire, that's instant match. And the mending heart. That's a nice one. Everyone needs to check these out. You know, you can always look on the bright side.
1: Phase in the clouds looks like they need to stop dropping raw, if you ask me.
0: (laughs) I think it looks like they're in the tub and it's like a soap beard. I think
2: it looks like they're on drugs.
1: Drugs. No, we... We're
0: okay.
2: Drugs. This is awkward. No, thank you. Drugs. <laughs> okay. You don't, you don't think so? Like you're in the car with your buddies. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Oh, like can I say the word doomy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do Yeah, you could take it that like way, you're Jess. A
2: Maybe that's what it is. Face in the clouds. You crack the code. Yeah, because the, the the phrase is head in the clouds, so <laughs> face is in the clouds. <laughs> What are
1: you doing? Well, there you go. You do face in the clouds first, then you do the exhaling face, and then you get, end up with the face with spiral
2: eyes. Wow,
0: it's in it the perfect all order. It makes sense. Okay, yeah. Wow, we figured it out. <laughs> um, next up, something I came across in my travels this week. I don't know if this came while I was out, but it was like, can not- I guess? Yeah, what? Not,
1: not an exit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks for regretting me making me regret sharing that story. I really put myself out there. She's
2: never going to come to the museum again.
0: (laughs) I'm a member. I need her to come with me. (laughs) I texted my husband. I said, literally lost in the museum. He thought I was joking and said, a night in the museum, Jeff. That's right. That's terrible. You could have texted
2: us. We would have found you. I know.
0: I was just too embarrassed. Something I came across in in my travels this week. I didn't know that Google Ads now has um, employment targeting for detailed demographics. So you can target people who work in the healthcare industry, work in the education industry, work in the real estate industry. They're really, really large audiences, but definitely worth a test. And we have not reported this on the show. I was told on Twitter by some people that it's not new, but it's new to me. So it I works. mine.
1: I. I. already, I already set some things up for targeting nurses essentially, but instead you target people that are employed in the healthcare and already have, have sales coming through.
0: Love to see it. And next Google released Google ads API version 7.0 this week, there is a full release, a full list of the release in the show notes on discord and the newsletter, got to list all three now. Mm-hmm. Um, but highlights include call out assets, structured snippet assets and site link assets for test accounts, promotion assets for production and test accounts, reporting for support for Apple's AK ad network improvements to keyword planning bid strategy and campaign simulation management. And then to follow that up, Nava Hopkins told us that AdWords is officially dead on April 27th, 2022. The AdWords API, that is, it was supposed to be, you know, the name AdWords was supposed to be dead for like three years now, but support is still calling it that when they call you and say they have improvements for your customer's accounts. So great. Too soon. (laughs) Too late.
1: I, I made that joke to not find out thread. Nobody likes, no, people don't like fun, I don't
0: think. Oh, you said that it's too soon, that it's dead? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like like, the I slowest, slowest dev ever. I know.
0: It's always fun to see the recommendation types downloading in Google Ads Editor. And PPC Greg noticed when he updated Editor this week that there are additional recommendation types, including but not limited to raise your shared budgets. A new one for you and microsoft is making some updates to bing shopping results that enable shoppers to click through to bing's detail page for that product their users can compare buying options check out the price history see excerpts from expert reviews and view product specifications so that looks pretty cool might make me shop on bing a little bit more
1: no you won't i <laughs> not going to <laughs>
0: i just go straight to target right now to i don't eye. shop anywhere else
1: where do you shop? Axios? Target.
0: Target. Asos? No, ASOS is closed, but like everything else is Target. Like I use it more they're than closed? Prime now.
1: You can just close the store on the internet?
0: Okay. Wait, Didn't they're they closed? closed? No, I said they're just clothes. Oh. oh. I heard what you heard, Greg. I'm like, they again. shut it down.
1: No, I hate recording from home. <laughs> this is awful.
0: No, ASOS isn't going anywhere. Next up, Amazon says it's not, a, video.
1: not if they're with you at the museum, they're not.
0: <laughs> okay, let's see if you have a way to make fun of me with this one. Amazon says its ad-supported video reaches more than 120 million viewers a month. That was the headline of this CNBC article, but then the first line was, Amazon says its ad-supported streaming video now reaches more than 120 monthly users every month. I'm assuming that the headline's the correct one because the second part doesn't seem like something Amazon would be bragging about. Monthly
2: (laughs) users every month? (laughs) Can't be right.
0: (laughs) And Tim... Peyton of Homestead Studios came up with a formula for projected CPA based on the missing data after the iOS 14.5 update. This is shared on the Foxville digital blog, and we will have a link to it in Discord and in the newsletter if you want to check it out. And Greg found this Reddit thread that talks about the data people are missing since iOS 14.5 rolled out. It's an interesting read. If this is something that you care about, something that I thought was interesting was this guy Subfield said that he's dropping campaign budgets for his clients from $50,000 a day to $1,000 a day. He says, we're more focused on using Facebook on the face, using the Facebook platform to build a brand through social engagement campaigns until Facebook creates a new core product for their advertisers. As far as I'm concerned, their pixel is dead. Is that one too soon, Greg?
1: Um, that's pretty soon. Yeah, that, that <laughs> one actually is too soon.
0: <laughs> and an FYI from PPC Kirk, Google Shopping ads for eBooks will no longer be supported after May 18th. Ginny Marvin from Google Ads said that this will not affect organic eBook listings, however. And from Andrew Hutchinson at Social Media Today, Facebook is allowing businesses to create Facebook promotions within their WhatsApp business tools that then link back to their WhatsApp presence. So this looks like they don't have a lot of tools. Like to me, it looks like they're picking a product and just running an ad with no control over anything. And it sounds like a terrible idea. Also, this article mentions that they're doing this because in-message ads didn't work. Like when did they try that and who thought that would be a good idea? And also this would only work if the person sees, if the person who sees the ad has an account on both platforms. So get rid of it. Why
1: don't you just make a real (laughs) Facebook ad? I don't
0: know. The pixel's um, dead. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't gonna help though. A new lawsuit in the UK alleges <laughs> that Google illegally tracked 4.4 million iPhone users nearly 10 years ago in England and Wales. The suit claims that Google employed a workaround for tracking on Safari between August 2011 and February 2012, which allowed Google to use cookies to track people's browser activity on Safari without their permission. I mean, the people on the Google legal team, there is no way that they're getting paid enough for this. I bet they are. They're just doggy paddling all day, trying to like get out of all these lawsuits. Now they're getting hit with one from 10 years ago.
1: That's crazy.
0: That must be the hardest job in the world. And Mike Ryan at Mike Ryan retail on Twitter says that he's seeing a significant drop in Amazon's impression share in the UK across different verticals. Um, The example he has is a furniture retailer. He says, presently, I have no idea why this is happening or if it's temporary or if this will affect other markets. Any ideas? Okay. And from Len Raleigh on Twitter, at Len Raleigh, he says, local service ads had a huge glitch sometime in the last 24 hours and changed the bidding mode from maximize leads to max per lead. That's a pretty big glitch. Yeah. In addition, bid amounts were changed to the minimum bid. the at issue least it has- wasn't
1: maximum. Like, <laughs> like Mr. Brightside here, like at least it didn't go up.
0: Yeah. The issue impacted 100% of the law firms he works with. So hopefully that's resolved for people. Really not a good look. And a privacy-focused communication company called Signal ran this new ad campaign um, on Facebook and Instagram where they used the information that they were using to target the ad in the ad copy dynamically. So for example, it says you got this ad because you're a newlywed Pilates instructor and you're cartoon crazy. This ad used your location in Lahala. You're into parenting blogs and thinking about LGBTQ adoption. Like it's just really, really creepy. And of course, Facebook and Instagram took it down. So they just wrote an article about it because the ads aren't running.
1: Funny thing, they didn't say they actually took it down It just said their account was disabled. So it might be one of any of the Facebook ad accounts ever that just gets disabled nonstop for no reason.
0: That's a good point.
1: Like that's like one time when their garbage system like worked for the better, like it accidentally shut something down, like showcasing personalized data. It was just a mistake, imagine.
0: Probably just because they can't make an ad platform that works.
1: Oh no, it's COVID. Didn't you remember the response? Everything's COVID.
0: And that is really it for my news and paid, but I have a couple of little paid rants to share. So Julie Baccini at Neptune Moon on Twitter says, Hey, Google ads. I can't see 45% of the search queries that converted in one of my accounts. That is complete and utter bullhack. Hashtag PPC chat. And then we have this one from Reddit. Insignificant. We have a rant from Reddit from Zara, Zarbazon. I love these Reddit names. This person says, I just love Bing. It is awesome. Especially after I see how it bravely matches user queries like insect with wings that looks similar to termite to my exact match keyword termite exterminator.
2: Just love to see it. So that's brave.
1: <laughs> One, I really love bugs. The other one's like, I <laughs> kill the bugs. <laughs> Do
2: you know what? I learned a fact yesterday. Do you guys know Luna moths are born without mouths? What they is only a Luna live- moth? It's like a big, look it up. You've seen it. They're like the big moths, but they only, they come out of the com- cocoon and they only live for like a week. They starve to death because they can't eat. They don't have a digestive system or anything. I don't oh, know what the nice. point is that they're here, but
0: yeah. Oh, well, that was depressing corner. So let's get on to organic.
1: Speaking of depressing corner, I know that Julia Pacini listens to the show and has like a glass of wine. and I, like I, feel, I picture her listening to the show and being like, oh yeah. And we just reminded her that 45% of her conversions can't be seen. Like that's
2: depressing. The poor so,
1: thing. Apologies. All hey, right. Julie. <laughs> on to organic. And first up, YouTube is beginning time linked comments in videos. This is awesome. You can then link specifically. You, you can see it currently on live stream um, when somebody is talking at a specific time. And it's also SoundCloud. You can link to a specific time and comment on that. But I love this. Like there's a lot of videos now and where I think YouTube should be focusing on is long-term content. I know that they're not, but being able to put a comment that is germane to a specific point in a video is a huge feature and I love it. You know, you can comment on a specific story within this over on YouTube.marketingclock.com. and it's not just up there for everyone. So I think this is really cool, well needed, and a huge, huge benefit for YouTube, especially with all that long-form content. Next up, YouTube video creators are automatically opted in to allow other creators to sample their content for YouTube shorts videos. And YouTube shorts are essentially the same as TikToks or Instagram Reels or any of the other short knockoffs that came out there. Um, and so if you had put content up on YouTube, there is likely the chance that other people can sample it without content, without um the need for authorization. Um, There is an article on Search Engine Journal uh, from Roger Monte, Martini Buster, where he shows a step-by-step process on how you can opt out of the sampling of shorts. So he's really got sort of like a zippered pants leg of sort to help you get out away from the shorts. And next up, uh, YouTube shorts are now available to all US creators, so have fun. Again, I, I'm just gonna go off on a tangent here because I think that the YouTube shorts are so out of place. Everything that it, it displays for me with the YouTube shorts, it's probably because I'm using desktop or something. Um, they look awful because it's 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 vertical video in horizontal playback format. It's probably not like that on the phone, but I'm not a huge YouTube phone person. Um, I just think it it's not where they should be going. And just because everybody's going short, they should be going long. Yeah,
0: I don't Why think don't I've ever seen one.
1: Yeah, you can, you, there's a bunch of, of really awful ones out there. Um, So anyway, you can, and then it's just like people try to convert. No, Nobody's making like normal content, which is probably why they're just allowing people to sample from anywhere because people are just taking the TikTok stuff and doing like what Instagram was trying to cut back on where people just pull a TikTok and put it to reels and it says TikTok. I just don't get it. I think that, you know, YouTube and the hookups with like Amazon Fire, um, where you can, for stream and it's like your own tv channel i yeah. just don't see the. Sh- i don't see why shorts is is that big of a deal
0: and they have that. youtube tv like why can't you just stick with what you're doing well
1: i think youtube tv is a mess i don't understand why they're trying to to pump everybody else's content and you're going to try to make residual money off of other people's channels you've got the world dude like take the world and how are you not figuring out how to make chance like Every time I sign up, for like I go to YouTube, it's like, do you want to re-up your... No, I don't. I don't want this. I want YouTube. YouTube is great. Like, I don't want shorts. I don't want this. I want people going through long form stuff and coming up and storytelling. I don't want this. I don't want half TikTok, half, you know, Time Warner cable or something. Whatever. That is the worst combination ever. (laughs) No, it's it's just like, you've got this network of creators create. Yeah, am I, am I just an old man for-, for No, t- I mean, no. i loved
0: it on the five free trials I've had.
1: <laughs> I want to report you. <laughs> All right, next up, you may have seen Google using other people's content for featured snippets and then linking back to a different Google search. And everybody was up in arms with it because there would be somebody's content and you click on through and it go to a different Google search and a different Google property. It was a bug. So if you saw that, don't worry. It was a bug. Just- you know, nobody here is shocked that the bug happened to benefit Google. Google's adding new features and search results to assist those who are ready to travel again. Question, are you ready to travel again, Jess?
2: Yes, I have a trip booked in about a month. Can't wait.
1: Shep, are you ready to travel again?
0: Oh man, I just watched YouTube videos of people at Disneyland all day. I'm so ready. Long okay. form YouTube videos, yes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you just like vlogs.
0: Yeah, 15 minutes.
1: Okay, yeah. All right, me too. So anyway, this this is for us all. So the first thing is travel restrictions will show up. So not to uh, yuck your yum here, but if you are searching for an area where there's heavy COVID outbreaks or restrictions, you will get notified. The second thing, which is cool, is the maps um, will have a more built out explore. It's being redone. So you can be in a location and if you're on Google Maps, you can explore and see what's around. And then the last thing I call desktop map quest, where they went back. And if you're on a desktop computer, you can put in the starting point and final destination. And then you sort of AAA yourself along the way. You can set up stops and find things like hotels, parks, campgrounds, rest stops, and you can put it in there. And then what you can do is you don't have to print it out like map quest. Do you you remember Mm -hmm. map quest where you like print this thing out? It was like gold. You have like, you're like exploring, you know, and
2: AAA too. They would give you the trip ticket. It was like a flip book and they highlighted the thing. Yeah, I need
1: so that. I wasn't that fancy, but um, so anyway, what you can do with this is once you put in all these stops, you can then send it right over to your maps app. So it's not like, you know, really mapless, but I just, I just thought of it when I read that.
0: I wonder if it could get me out of the museum.
1: I don't think anybody <laughs> could on that. All right, next up uh, Google web spam report. There's a 60% increase in spam detection. So the amount of spammy pages went from 25 billion in 2019 up to 40 billion. That's a lot of spam. Next up from Jason Mandragonia, and I believe he's at the head SEO at CNBC. He saw in Discover that trending searches were showing up. I personally think that is a god awful thing to put in Discover. Like, Discover, I want things that are interesting to me. I don't want to see that Rudy Giuliani is <laughs> trending on Twitter. Like, I just I, that I don't want that. You know, like, show me things I like. I don't care. I don't care at all what other people are searching for. I literally don't care.
2: Yeah, this is the opposite of Discover.
1: Right. Really? It's, it's, here's what everybody else wants. It's not, it's not, it's not curated. I don't, I don't care what Will Smith is doing or or Willow Smith is doing or Tim Scott, Tim Apple. I don't care about any of it. All right. Next up, there may have been a Google uh, algorithm update on April 30th. Uh, And this comes from Barry Schwartz over on Search Engine Roundtable. It seems like it may have been related to the product reviews update as well. Um, And Barry had a ton of charts. All the charts have different things again, not surprising. Made me think, um, what if there's a charts chart where you took all the charts, and you aggregated it into one main chart.
2: It's like uncharted territory.
1: There you go anyway my favorite chart and because oh, everybody's requesting it is the rank ranger chart where it was very 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 strong for a while and then dropped off a cliff and went blue on may 2nd so um for what it's worth that's my favorite chart and then next up from Glenn Gabe on twitter he found an article over on AdWeek that that wire cutter is debuting new section styles and trends to capitalize on the e-commerce boom this couldn't come at a better time the wire cutter, I believe, was purchased by the Wall Street Journal for about 30 million bucks or something. It was a lot of money, I forget. Maybe 300 million. Um, it was a lot. And so now they're they're probably the most comprehensive review. They are very upfront that it's affiliate links. And they're not going on to things like styles and trends that aren't necessarily the best mouse or the best keyboard or something like that. So, um, again, cool to see this hit at the same time Hope that the product reviews update, a.k.a. the brew has happened. All right, next up, Google Discover has a very minor change. Uh, there'll be a picture up on the screen right now. It's really hard to see what the difference is. I don't know if you can see the difference in it, but they're removing the card portion of the uh, of what shows up in Discover, and then they're also removing one other thing that I can't even think of right now, but it's just, it just looks a little bit cleaner and isn't as segmented. And it made me think, do you ever go to bars and play a game where you have to do the, the finding between the two to find the difference things like the photo hunt
2: at a and bar like a highlights magazine
1: no at a bar it used to be a touchscreen game and you'd go and you sit down and you play the game and you'd have to find the differences between the two pictures and you have time you never played that
2: no photo i don't hunt? play that game who plays a touchscreen game in a bar i've seen the machine my wife
1: and i and this again i'm probably gonna be canceled for this But we played, um, we used to play when we were like dating, there's this bar, but the only one they had, the photo hunt was like the nudie photo hunt, which is so weird to even say in 2021, (laughs) but it'd be photo hunt, but it's like, it's not really nude people, but it's like scantily clad people. And it's like so embarrassing, but we'd play this game. Yeah, and then people
0: would walk by and be like, what's wrong with
2: these people? Yeah, Yeah, they don't know that's the only game on there. They think you picked
1: it. (laughs) The answer's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot wrong with these people. Anyway, at least I don't have the same problem that Verizon has because Verizon just sold Yahoo and AOL to Apollo, an investment company, for five billion dollars. And they bought AOL for 4.4 billion in 2015 and Yahoo in 2017 for 4.5 billion. Again, math is not my strong suit, but I believe that 9.9 billion is much more than 5 billion. So that is a huge loss. And I don't even know what you're going to do with that. And it still seems way over overvalued to me. Like, <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take AOL and, and Yahoo for five bill.
0: Like, really? What are they going to do with it? Yeah. Seriously, what are they going to do with it? Like, wh- what is the value? And Maybe they'll like revamp You've Sports? Got Mail, the film.
1: And then they just killed off Yahoo Answers, which was you know, one point, I don't know, I had like 1.9 million or something searches coming through. Not not again, the, the, any of those are good searches, but... All right. Something on the up and up is Spotify. It a billion Android installation, and that is doubled in just two years. So again, something to uh, take note of if you do have a podcast and you're trying to get uh, the full audience, not just the Clubhouse iOS folks. All right. And then from by way of Glenn Gabe on Twitter... Uh, There was a breach with Discuss, the commenting engine, and he said, ah, Discuss. The more news like this comes out, the more people will nuke it from their sites. I'm about ready. Discuss facing a $3 fine in Norway for tracking users without consent. No word if this was this year when they happened or 10 years ago when (laughs) they (laughs) tracked people. Okay, from Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Roundtable. This is the, I can't make this up. I can't make it up. This is the title of the, the article. Google adding images to your pages won't make you rank higher. That's the article. And somebody had pinged John Mueller on Twitter. And he said, if I rank my blog in SERP and I add image in this blog, so it's effect positive or negative for this page. And John Mueller said, there is no automatic effect from adding images. So then everybody's going to freak out. And this is why SEOs can't have nice things. And there's going to be something somewhere. Yeah. Where people are going to take all the images off their site.
0: Anytime he responds to a tweet, it just <laughs> turns into an article.
1: Don't take the images off your site. Don't do it. Leave them. Make good images. Having good images can help you rank better. If you've got a great image that ranks in, in image search, guess what? That's still in the SERPs. You psychos. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I know people. So there are people out there I'm t- removing images because of this. All right, there. This is kind of a sad one to be honest, but this is another one where there was some some talk on Twitter, and John Mueller had put kind of a snarky response out to this to this woman, uh, a 23 year old blogger, and then he then deleted it. Which don't delete your tweets when you start dragging somebody. But he, um, this one person, Chloe, asked about how to, if anybody has any tips on how to increase their domain authority, and that is a metric from Moz, formerly SEO Moz, but. Um, Chloe was looking to increase the DA and was asking for um, for t- any tips or articles. And then at some point somebody tagged them saying Google doesn't care about it and tagged John Mueller and John put a snarky response in. And then Chloe's like, thanks for the sarcasm, blah, blah, blah. I really just need my DA to be 20 if I want to become influencer level. And it's like, she's got her own valid points. Everybody else has their own valid points, but all these poor people are just dragging her all over the place. And then she ended up just going like this uh two days later i've just been accused of selling links by an seo upside down smiley face like generally genuinely can't anymore i used to love seo and wanted to make a career out of it but thankfully i didn't because all of these people now make me hate it period <laughs> and then she took a break from twitter because everybody's such a jerk to her and that's, that's so the sad. seo industry that's what SEOs so are. sad so sorry chloe we've got a discord for you. I'll reach out maybe we'll send her a shirt, get around the PPC side. Yeah. All right. And then lastly, I happy now, I didn't know this was the case, but Lauren Baker from Search Engine Journal at Lauren Baker on Twitter had his poll out there. And he said, how do you pronounce Moze, M-O-Z, question mark? And answer one was like Wizard of Oz. And then number two was like Mozilla, quote, mosaic. And surprisingly, most people called it uh, like Wizard of Oz. So um, there's hey, 966 yeah. people that are wrong. Greg, my
0: head is exploding. I have never heard you say Moe's ever.
1: Oh, I think I've said that all the time.
2: No, you haven't. You've you said it lying. only today, only today. And I knew this was coming, but I didn't, I thought you were just kidding. But the correct answer is Moe's like mosaic? Yes. Why wouldn't they
0: say Moe's like, welcome to Moe's? Yeah.
1: Oh, there you go. Okay, <laughs> we're recording this on that- Cinco, so... <laughs> Well, that's it for social. That's it That's it for organic. What's happening social, bud?
2: I wish that was it for social. We're just getting started, baby. All right. <clears throat> First up, in addition to the new features that Greg talked about at the top of the show, there's been another major announcement regarding Twitter spaces. Shep, this one is for you. This will answer some of your questions, probably not all. First of all, the ability to host a space is going to be rolling out to all accounts that have 600 or more followers. And so, I didn't know this was a problem
1: because because I I I was verified, so I had access to this. You know, believe it or not,
0: I it's cool.
1: It's cool now yep. that Shep, you and Jess can make your own Twitter Spaces.
0: No, I can't. No, I don't we have can't. We have that many
1: followers. <laughs> oh, you can't.
0: You're
2: being so. <laughs> rude You're with your so today. <laughs> but but Shep, this one's for us. All users on both iOS and Android will be able to join a space and listen in. So maybe we can't host yet, but we can join. And Twitter did note that this initial limit on who can host is giving them the opportunity to learn more before pushing this out to everyone. So it does sound like it's going to go wider eventually, but they're trying to focus on a quality experience, which I do think is nice.
1: And go give Shep a follow on Twitter, at Shep yes.
2: Get her up to 600. Don't follow me. I don't care. <laughs> but follow Shep. All right, speaking of audio, Clubhouse, who cares at this point? They are finally testing an Android version. This is from the Next Web. They put it nicely. They said, every company on the planet has launched some form of audio product. So is it too late? Maybe, but good for Clubhouse. Hooray that they're testing an Android version. They also went ahead and got themselves clubhouse.com. So that's exciting for them, assuming that it's not too late. Moving on, good news for merchants outside of North America. Pinterest is expanding its Shopify integration to 27 more countries. So previously available only in the US and Canada, the integration allowed users to purchase or allows users, it's still there, to purchase products featured in a pin directly within the Pinterest platform. They don't have to leave Pinterest to make a purchase. So it makes getting that cash just a little bit easier. And I love that it is going wider. You can check the link in our newsletter or Discord if you want to see if your country is on the list. Moving on to Apple versus Facebook, a couple stories here. First from Andrew Hutchinson and social media today, he says with Apple now rolling out its controversial new data tracking prompts as part of iOS 14.5, Facebook has added a new element to its own iOS 14.5 prompts, which now employ a form of scare tactic to encourage users not to switch off data tracking end quote. He shared a look of what the prompts are, which we'll have up on YouTube if you're watching. But if you're not watching and you're listening, you can see the Facebook notification. Greg, that's your friend uh, from several weeks ago. She's got the hot coffee that she's ignoring, the nice book, the flowers. She's just checking her phone. So we've seen her before, but we've got the Facebook notification and the Instagram notification. And basically they give you a list of reasons why you should allow them to track you. You can have you know ads that are more personalized, which is fine. You can support business. That rely on you. That's fine, but then they just stick this in the middle, help keep Facebook free of charge, or help keep Instagram free of charge. Are they really going to start charging people no. if this doesn't go well for them? Like that's just mean and dramatic. And nobody's going to read this.
1: I th- no, I and I thought all the resources were out dealing with COVID, and they couldn't respond to their advertisers.
2: They're still not going to, but keep it free of charge keep it free of charge. There's also, if you like the dramatic, if you're into this sort of thing, there's an article from the new Republic (laughs) titled "You're You're still the loser in Apple and Facebook's war over privacy, which is nice. It doesn't really paint either player in a nice light. So give it a read. If you like your news with a side of pessimism and sticking with the warm and fuzzy vibes, congratulations, Facebook users. You were worth about $16 a month. Yeah. Each A month, though, and that's based off of data from the platform's latest earnings report, which chart R put into perspective by saying it's more than many streaming services charge and also goes without saying, but they're going to say it anyway, that Facebook doesn't pay a dime for any of the content that you see between the ads. You're just out there helping them. Wait,
1: Jess, but if, if we, the users, are worth $16 to Facebook, why would the app be, why would they charge you on the app?
2: See? they're not going to. They're just being dramatic. They're just being dramatic just like the time they took out that huge newspaper ad in the New York Times. All right. Good news. Everyone's favorite Zoom feature is coming to Instagram live. You can now mute your audio and even turn off your video during a broadcast. That's cool.
0: Why would you do that if you're broadcasting?
2: Well, what if you have to sneeze or like... I don't know, somebody from Greg's bar video game runs by in the background. I just going to turn (laughs) that off really quick. (laughs) (laughs) Just end the live. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I prefer not to have folks see my face, but here I am. Next up from The Verge, Twitter is buying Scroll, the subscription service that removes ads from news sites, which is an interesting move considering that according to Axios, not ASOS, Axios the platform will also be launching a major advertising and social media campaign, urging people to follow lo- local journalists and support their work. This campaign includes, and I'm serious here, 28 full-page color ads in local newspapers, as well as online and print ads in USA Today. So not only are they buying someone that'll let you get rid of ads on news, but they're also placing ads on news sites.
1: You place place is in news, and... and- Nobody that reads a newspaper has a Twitter account, right? Is that fair to say? It's or is probably that too, at least percent
2: accurate. I don't know. They,
0: Who they, do you
1: know that has a paper subscription?
0: My father-in-law. Does,
1: does he have, have a Twitter? Twitter
0: account? Yeah, he always scrolls it like this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so
0: he, he's a special. We need he does both the gist. same.
2: He has the same attitude, like, you know, relaxing. It's not relaxing to scroll through Twitter. It's just stressful. Anyway, they support the news and so does Facebook. They love journalists too. Apparently the platform this week announced $5 million in funding to go to local journalists in order to help jumpstart their upcoming newsletter platform that I think we covered a couple of weeks ago. So I don't don't know what's going on. There's a lot.
1: None of these people care. If you're putting this money and doing this big facade, you don't care. It's like the people, I know I talked about before, but the people that you see having relationships on social media and everything's overblown. Those are the people that are going to be broken up and they don't care. If you're out here saying, oh, it's a newsletter push. We're going to be $5 million. No, give them some, some, some exposure, right? What was the last number that under 1% of your followers actually make it to a post? If you cared about actual newspapers or news or any type of journalism, you would send traffic and you don't, you're not doing that and you don't care. heard it here. And that friend of yours. Isn't happy and they're going to be broken up next year. Just you watch, come back to the show.
0: But I say the that friend show. is worth more than $16.
1: <clears throat> like is it the drama.
0: Yeah. And they're keeping it entertaining for everyone else.
2: All right. Popping back to clubhouse really quick here. You yeah, look like green. I know <laughs> it got dark. Should I turn a light
1: on? Bruce Banner over there.
2: Should I turn
0: a light on?
1: No, it's funny. People know. should just go to YouTube marketing practice to turn progressively greener.
0: <laughs> it's really, okay. We're in dire straits here. This is bad. The band?
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your next story? <laughs> you don't want to know. Okay. A tweet from Clubhouse. They say consistent high quality shows are part of what makes Clubhouse so very unique. That's why we launched the Creator First program to support new creators with tools and resources to do what they do best. Since the announcement in March, we have received thousands of submissions, and it's a thread. But I should also note that there was a tweet from The Morning Brew (laughs) that says Clubhouse monthly downloads have dropped off a cliff. So from March, they went from 2.7 million downloads to April 922 thousand
1: and there was a there was almost a 10 million month in between there too so one month it was going up almost at 10 million and now it's down under 1 million
2: yeah that's a good point it went from 2.4 in january up to almost 10 like you said in february and then back down and and dropping so you go ahead and and get in that creator program folks get your money while you can and then get out go to twitter spaces Speaking of Twitter, from Jane at Manchin Wong at Wong M. Jane on Twitter, she says Twitter is finishing up the new verification request form with a rocket ship emoji. I don't work for Twitter. Just wait for when Twitter releases this one soon. And she shared a screenshot of what it looks like. We will have it up on the YouTube as well as in our newsletter and Discord. This is like tweet city here. Here's another tweet from Simon Poulton at S Poulton on Twitter. Wondering how others are handling ATT prompts? Well, stop downloading every app you can find and check out attprompts.com. Some very interesting examples here. Kudos to the at sylvian at all for putting this together. So if you're interested in that, do check it out again. We'll have the link in the show notes. Now, Shep, the blast from the past that you've all been waiting for. I think the last time we recorded from home. There were some things we talked about, and I'm pretty sure that Facebook's version of Nextdoor was one of them because I'm having deja vu as I read this article that came out this week. But according to CNET, Facebook is taking on Nextdoor with a neighborhoods tool. And again, I really feel like we talked about this before. Yes. Can check it out if you're interested. The other thing we used to talk about a lot when we were working from home was politics and the former president and his whole social media debacle. Oh, my so- God. Our last story here, which you can just read if you'd like, but I'll give you the headline from Fox news. Trump launches new communications platform months after Twitter and Facebook ban.
1: Jess, what was your username on there?
3: And that brings us to our real-life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for Working Hard or Hardly Working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise.
0: Okay, so Google Ads Editor has a change capitalization tool and... I've never even had to use it. You only can use it for ads, but this week I actually did need it for keywords because I was trying to like use error messages to find where my broad match modified keywords were and turn them into phrase. It was this whole process. What you need to know is I wish they had the change capitalization tool for everything, not just ads. What
2: about you, Jess? So I discovered in Google analytics this week that if your cursor is on the graph and you click, a certain spot it'll put a little circle circle marker and leave it behind which is great if you're sharing a screenshot you don't have to like draw with a red pen and do an arrow you it leaves the circle there right for you until you click something else so we all know how good
0: you are at drawing with good uh, with uh, the red pens
2: (laughs) (laughs) so good you thought it wasn't me and part of the news What about you, Greg? Yeah, just a friendly reminder,
1: if you haven't tried discovery uh, campaigns on Google ads, you can use discovery campaigns and remarketing. So it doesn't have to just be prospecting. Uh, Feel free to use basically your RDAs you're using uh, currently. There's a little bit more you have to put in there. Um, The bidding is a little bit goofy. It's not standards uh, manual CPC or eCPC, but you can go through and you can um, use your remarketing for discovery and set some up. Uh, this week and saw some good results already. So uh, just don't sleep on that discovery. And if it's remarketing, it can work really well.
3: And now for this week's Cool Tool. As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners and is really, really cool.
2: This week's cool tool comes from the one and only Alayda Solis, and it is a keywords mapping cheat sheet for different types of sites with a Google Sheet included. And if you're working through an SEO strategy, this baby will help you give purpose to every page on your site, identify gaps, and build on your existing keyword research through typical query patterns and user intent for both e-commerce and SaaS sites. The cheat sheet will prompt you to think about not only how people search in each of these areas, but what types of content they should be landing on with those queries. It's free to use and judging by the amount of anonymous cheetahs, dingoes, and otters that were viewing the sheet when I looked at it, it is a pretty handy template. elada also has an accompanying blog post that lays out why keyword mapping is so important and how you can put this tool to work for your own site. We'll have the link in our newsletter as well as on Discord. So just pop over to your inbox or Discord and check it out.
3: Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed, that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show.
1: And this week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from the one, the only, Brody Clark. And he's got a post called Understanding the Magic Behind Google's Price Drop Rich Result for E-Commerce SEO. This is a very niche but this is very good and you can find it over on, what is his email? What's Brody Clark's our website? Oh, brodyclark.com. <laughs> and if you are in e-com in any way, uh, price drop what you're doing and go check this thing out because he covers price drop snippet variations for product pages, query dependent or standalone rich results, opting in for price drop, rich result eligibility, and then the overall finding summary. And again, very, very niche topic, but if this is, is is something that is relevant to you, you should check that out. Thank you, Brody.
2: All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock.
1: Remember, you can catch everything from the show by signing up for our newsletter over on marketingoclock.com or on our Discord channel, community.marketingoclock.com.
2: And please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss a single episode. And we'll see you next week.
3: And We'll actually see each other next week.
2: Yeah, Bye. I
0: won't be green.
3: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock, part of the Search Engine Journal Podcast Network. If you're looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingoclock.com for links to all the articles that we covered. And please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode.
0: Welcome to this week's shooting the heck we're after our famous Friday news show we don't talk about marketing anymore we just
1: shoot the heck
0: okay well I have another quiz show that you guys are sure to hate we're gonna play I'm gonna tell you a name for a group of animals these are real according to business insider and you tell me what animal Identifies as that name. Do you know what I mean? Jess like I a gaggle of this, geese. Like. Yeah. I'm
2: also yeah. wondering why Business Insider wrote about this. But listen, that's where I I'm found not. it. Okay.
1: Have you ever read a Business Insider article? There's
2: no, I'm too busy with no Parade, parade Magazine, which is what you saw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So I'll just go back and forth, um direct it to you, and then the other, the other person can steal if they want. Okay. Jess, a troop or a mob? Chickens, no. Turtle, turtle. No, it's a kangaroo. A conspiracy, Greg. Owl. No. (laughs) This one turtle. (laughs) No, it's lemurs. (laughs) It would be. Okay, this is a good one for Jess. A cauldron. Ooh,
2: vultures. No.
1: Bats. Call yep,
2: it's bats. bats. Wow, on, we have points mine. on the board. Wahoo. You're supposed to say turtles. Turtles is always the steel answer.
0: It, I wanted it. <laughs> I want
1: to win. I'm too competitive.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, now we're back to Greg, right? Yes. A sloth or a sleuth? Sloths. No. That's trick a sloth question. Of sloths. <laughs> sleuth of sloths. <laughs> Just, do you know what it is? It's a trick question. Well, no, because I knew who's was going to say sloth. Oh,
2: turtle! <laughs> oh my god! I really have no idea. No bears. Okay, this is a really good. Bears one. are in
1: groups. Can we? Can we take a quick pause here, Shot? This is a fantastic game.
0: <laughs> Remember when you said we'd be good at it? <laughs> you know, give you guys things where you have to prepare.
2: What I want to prepare. This We're doing is a way better this week. Okay. <clears throat> Whose turn is it anyway? Fine. Okay a business oh i feel like i know this but i don't a business of blue jays no Mm.
1: greg i should know this one but i don't it's like a business of penguins
0: a business of ferrets Uh. (laughs) nobody's business that makes me really mad okay a clouder, a clutter pounce doubt a nuisance
2: or a glorifying? Whose turn is it, Greg? Yours. Oh, mine? Yeah. Um, children. No, that should have
0: been a good Otter. one for you. No, it's cats. A nu- <laughs> nuisance <of> cats. <laughs> Another great game here. Okay, uh, Greg and un- unkindness.
1: Snakes.
2: Ravens, you didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> I Ravens. do that every game. Ravens, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Greg
0: won, but well, I wait, wait, really one
1: was. more. I, one more. This is for you. What a mischief.
0: Oh, if it's for me, it's a one mouse. Of my favorites.
1: No, it's not a mouse. Chess,
2: a mischief of llamas, rats. I was close. Oh. Vermin for shut. I was close. Remember that time you met a rat, Shep?
0: No. (laughs) I tried to block it out. Okay, well, another wonderful game here. And next week, these guys are going to have to do a draft. So we'll see you next week.